It's around 10am in Gaza. These are the live images looking across at the Strip. IDF troops say they've now taken control of a Hamas stronghold in the north of the Strip. It's one month since the surprise Hamas attack on Israel that left 1,400 people dead and around 240 others kidnapped. And the conflict has intensified in recent days. Our Middle East correspondent, Yoland Nell, reports. One month on from the darkest of days. Here, by the Western Wall, the holiest place where Jews can pray, a candle was lit for each of the estimated 1,400 lives lost. And outside, on the wall of Jerusalem's old city, the faces of some 240 still missing, being held hostage in Gaza. Israelis are still reeling from the horror of the 7th of October, the deadliest day in their country's 75-year history, a day when a party ground became the scene of mass slaughter, when thousands of Hamas fighters broke out of Gaza and gunned down families. After he left his home to see what was happening, Avichai Brodich's wife and three children were snatched. You know, it's been 31 days and that's too long to be without my kids. And my wife and for them to be held captive uh, in a foreign place, you know, underground in a small room and I don't know in what situation they are in health-wise or, you know, if they're being fed, taken care of. And for four weeks, ordinary people in Gaza have been paying a heavy price, with Israel besieging the small coastal strip and pounding it with airstrikes, determined to eradicate Hamas, which is in control here. The UN calls it inhuman collective suffering. The figures are staggering, with health officials in Gaza now saying that more than 10,000 have been killed, including over 4,100 children. Some one and a half million are homeless, including Imhaitham. The situation is getting worse day after day. Yesterday they hit our relatives, 15 people, and we're displaced. There's no food, no water. When my son goes to pick up water gallon, he queues for three to four hours in line. They struck bakeries. We don't have bread. As Israeli ground forces advance inside Gaza, the Prime Minister is resisting international calls for a ceasefire and has been giving the first clue about what might happen here after the war. I think Israel will, for uh, an indefinite period, will have the overall uh, security responsibility because we've seen what happens when we don't have it. When we don't have that security responsibility, what we have is the eruption of uh, Hamas terror on a scale that we couldn't imagine. But Israel's actions are being watched around the region, with growing fears of this conflict spreading. Last night, Israel says it struck targets belonging to the powerful armed group Hezbollah in Lebanon. Their cross-border fighting is already the worst in years. So much about the past month has been unprecedented, including the scale of suffering. And there's still no end in sight. Yolande Nell, BBC News, Jerusalem. Well, Tommaso Della Longa is a spokesperson for the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies. He told us more about the global efforts to put an end to the fighting. I think that it's always in, such a, in front of such a great uh, uh, crisis, uh, every effort is welcome. So 
it's difficult to say it's enough. I would say that it's very positive to see all these diplomatic efforts all around the region, but also at the international level. But I also believe that we need more efforts to make sure that a continuous flow of humanitarian aid will enter in Gaza, that we'll have a safe space where to operate, and that we'll find a way to stop uh, this uh, fighting, because uh, in, in under this heavy shelling, under this level of violence, it's very difficult to operate.